This podcast is brought to you by the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania. And a pleasure to be joined now by Wharton Finance Professor Itai Goldstein. Itai, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Dan. Great to be with you. Thank you. Let me get your thoughts on, on what we've seen in regards to the to the markets this year. And and obviously, we, we're playing in now this level of inflation uh, over the last few months that we expect is going to be around, you know, at, at least as an issue for the next several months. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, we, we've seen inflation uh, going up. Uh, this is one of the hot topics that we have uh, right now. Um, we see the markets uh, sort of pretty volatile, but overall at a very high level. Um, and, and I think that uh, some of the uncertainties about inflation are playing into uh, what we see in, in the market. Uh, so we're going to continue to see a, a bumpy ride, but uh, still, I, I would say with a at a pretty high level of, of risk, uh, given the, the high levels of, of prices overall. Has it surprised you to see the growth uh, on the markets uh, this year? And uh, I don't think the expectation is we're going to see the same kind of run next year, but I, I don't think we expect to see a, a significant pullback either. You know, um, it, did, it did surprise me to, to some extent, yes. Uh, you know, prices were high uh, going into the year, starting uh, 2021, but they continued to to go up. Um, and and I think right now, pretty much what you're seeing is uh, people don't have many places to put their money. Uh, so, you know, the, the rates are, are, are low. The interest rates that they can get on sort of risk-free investments are, are low. Uh, so they continue to look for uh, investment opportunities, and uh, they put their money in the stock market. The stock market is high. They put their money in real estate. Real estate is high. They start looking for all sorts of other investment opportunities, uh, cryptocurrencies, uh, NFTs, uh, all sorts of things that are kind of exotic, esoteric, however you want to think about it. Uh, across the board, uh, prices are are high. And uh, people are just looking for more and more investment opportunities, and it kind of sort of feeds, feeds itself. Um, you know, maybe now that uh, interest rates are going to start uh, going up, as we heard yesterday from, uh, from the Fed, uh, maybe this is going to give people uh, other alternatives, and uh, maybe this is going to start reducing the, the level of prices in, in the market. So I don't know if I expect a major pullback, but uh, certainly I wouldn't bet on uh, prices to continue to to go up the way they did. One of the areas that has drawn a lot of attention uh, in the last couple of years, and I know it's an area that you have studied as well, is around ESG investing. And and give us your perspective on on the the run-up we've seen over the last couple of years in and around the interest of, uh, of, of stocks with ESG components. Uh, but where that path might be going in the years ahead, do you think? Yeah, so, you know, I think ESG is really one of the fascinating phenomena that we've seen in financial markets. And as you say, I've, I've written about it, and it's something that I'm uh, quite interested in. And, and I think what is so interesting about it is you basically see kind of two different groups of investors in the market. Uh, there are more than two, obviously, but to keep it simple, we can think about two. Uh, where you have the more traditional investors uh, basically looking for traditional metrics 
they want to see firms generating cash flows and profits and you know thinking about risk and return and, and so on the traditional theory of finance but then on the other hand you have uh, the so-called ESG investors uh, and the ESG investors they basically say you know we are not looking just at firm fundamentals and, and profits uh, and cash flows and so on but you know we are looking for firms that are going to do good for society that emphasize uh, the ESG um, components um, and and they sort of you know those groups of investors are there at the same time in the market and it generates a little bit of a confusion you know what, when you're looking at the price what is it uh, is it uh, reflecting good cash flows and fundamentals or is it reflecting good ESG uh, components uh, and and I think we're gonna continue to see this kind of confusion in in asset prices uh, going forward I, I do think that some of uh, price increases that we have seen in the last couple of years uh, could be attributed to some extent to this uh, ESG uh, trend. And there, there are some uh, studies uh, looking into that, sort of explaining uh, the returns on some stocks versus others uh, based on uh, the ESG component. Uh, and I think this is going to be an, an important thing to look at going forward. Within kind of the, the larger scope of ESG, are there areas that you you think are going to uh, receive more attention in the next couple of years? And I ask that because seemingly you have more and more investors putting more and more pressure on the companies about the elements of ESG. Uh, yes. Um, you know, ESG has E, which is environmental, S, which is societal, and then G, which is uh, governance. I, I would say that the environmental is probably the one that is getting the most attention these days, and this is because everything you hear in the news, uh, right, the climate change and a lot of pressure on politicians to, to take actions, uh, and some of the pressure is not going just towards politicians, but it's going towards the business sector, and the idea that the business sector has to contribute its part and do something uh, for uh, for society, but in, in the context of, of the environment, just uh, sort of doing the right thing for, for the environment and uh, making sure that, you know, maybe the trend on uh, the climate change is changing. Um, so uh, certainly I, I would I would say probably the environmental stuff is, is going to keep uh, getting momentum and, and, and being very important and something that firms will have to uh, invest in. And, and certainly, I think will be reflected in the in those stock prices. But I, I think, and I'll throw this one in, Itai, is that I think the G part of that, the governance, is also going to be a very interesting component to watch going forward, especially when you have some of the dynamics at play uh, up on Capitol Hill right now, uh, the pressure that seemingly some leaders in Congress are are, are focusing on with with uh, different business sectors, different companies right now. Yeah, no, no doubt. Uh, I think, you know, I, I don't want to minimize uh, not the S and not the G. I think that both of them will be important. And you do see some cycles where in some point in time, one is getting more attention versus the other. But, but I do think there is quite a bit of momentum now on the E, on the environment and all the discussions about climate and what do we do with climate and yeah. You know, you, you certainly see that uh, getting a lot of attention. Uh, so, you know, if I had to bet, I would say it, it will probably be the dominant one uh, going forward. Uh, but certainly we shouldn't minimize any of the others.
Itai, great to have you with us. Thank you for a few moments. All the best. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Itai Goldstein, who is a finance professor here at the Wharton School. To keep engaged with Wharton Business Daily and other Wharton School shows, visit businessradio.wharton.upenn.edu.